0: Saturday, the 28th of May, 2022, Scrappy Murphy's in Birmingham, 7pm. Be there. The Chronicles of Podcast. Live. Tickets on sale now. Go to www.ctickets.com.
1: It's about getting into schools and talking to young people because, you know, I, I know that people can change. And It's about talking to people and getting them to understand and perhaps step back from violence and and prejudice and whatever. We just need to work together and keep on the good fight there. Absolutely.
0: Hello guys, we are ecstatically happy to announce that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster
1: Foundation. The times are changing and with the unfortunate death of Sophie, those changes have made a massive impact for the future. If Sophie was with us still today, I can guarantee what you are doing will still be reaching so many lives of young teenagers, young adults, and those who wish to be as different as possible. So thank you very much.
2: To find out more about this incredible foundation and all the work they do, and more importantly, how you can help, head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com.
0: all right is this thing on well howdy doody everybody
1: this is and berry from say we can fly founder of stay cozy clothing your one-stop shop for the coziest most fashionable hoodies t-shirts and more Gosh, mickey
0: that's right folks and we're proud to say that we are now sponsoring the chronicles of podcast Ouch. Hosted by
1: Tom and Jamie. (laughs) Like, you can get 10% off, man. That's right, Shaggy. Just use the special code, The Chronicles, at checkout. Oh,
2: boys. Hello,
1: my name's Joe Gash, and you can find me on The Chronicles of
2: Podcasts talking to the sexy Jamie and Tom. See you very soon.
0: Well, wipe the kitchen sides down with my ass, boys. Welcome to Hashtag WBW. Way back Wednesday. And these are the Chronicles of Joe Green. Why Joe this week,
2: Jamie? Why Joe this week? Because this week might as well be Joe Green week, let's be honest. Because on Friday, we sit down with Joe again to learn all about the band Death Is A Girl because they are joining us on the Chronicles of Podcast Live May 28th in Birmingham. And we are so excited to have Death Is A Girl play. But back in the day, we decided to sit down and just learn all about Joe because the man has done so bloody much in his short
0: career. This is very true. He's been a part of, I think, a lot of bands. (laughs) I was going to count them and I went, there's quite a few. There's quite a few there, Divine Secret, Divine Secret, uh cupcake diaz uh the me me me's etc um the band he doesn't like talking about um so yeah we've there's there's quite a lot to unfold and unravel uh and really get into the depths of where his influences came from how he realized he could belt out what he can fucking belt out of those pipes of his um yeah so it's really nice to get to know one of a good friend of ours uh better realistically
2: yeah it's amazing like I, we don't underestimate, it, at least I don't understand this. Well, I could only speak for myself, obviously, but Joe honestly has one of the best voices you are going to hear. Like, listening, I was listening to Death as a Girl earlier, and the, the pitches and the ranges man has just, mwah. and it has taken him to some incredible levels. Playing at the Sonosphere Festival back in the day, he's played Download Festival, he's done some incredible, incredible things, playing all over the world. Just an incredible, untapped talent, I believe. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Um, I think we delve into a lot of music video talk as well. I'm trying to remember the conversation now, Jamie. It was quite a while ago. Um, But it was just great just to sit down with a friend and you know just hang out and chat with your mates for a bit. It's quite nice, isn't it, really? Um, But yeah, obviously a lot of people already know the Joe Green story, but if people that haven't checked out yet, haven't listened to this as a girl yet, that don't know much about Joe, you need to listen to this interview because um, it's good fun as well. We have a really good laugh. Um, And Jamie never neglects the balls.
2: Never neglect the balls, my friend. Never neglect the balls. Jamie! (laughs) Yes, sir! Any of those final words of yours? Massive thank you, Mr Green. Thank you for sitting down with us in the past. Thank you for sitting down with us in the present. And we look forward to seeing you play live in the future. We cannot wait, sir.
0: That was very nice segue. I like that. A lot. I like that myself. I'm proud
2: of that.
0: Joe, <laughs> thank you so much for sitting down with us again, man. We really appreciate it. It was great to talk to you back then. It was great to talk to you this week. Um, yeah. Everybody enjoy. It's another fucking doozy. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the Chronicles of Joe Green. For you and everything. You're, oh, you're thank stunning, you.
1: mate. Stunning. I know, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's my best side. So.
1: I'll stop, isn't it? Just
0: this gets, put on, this gets put on YouTube, mate. So you can do whatever you want.
1: I know. Very that's, good point, I, well, that's why I shaved. <laughs> I didn't want to look like a complete tramp. So but it's, it's a totally good, time, it. so I thought you would have for the whole much... thing regardless. To be fair, I was going on, and I'm trying. I'm doing a new thing at the minute, where like it's it's shorter than it has been, and I was, I was, I need, I haven't done this like this for a while i don't know what that is just gestures but yeah yeah so this is what yeah neat neat anyway sorry anyway. continue continue on Will you look, you intro look all, good. all good thank you thank you very much right are
2: we ready and i'll do my intro yeah yeah sorry mate sorry <laughs> ladies and gents every now and again we like to showcase our very talented friends and today is one of those days today's guest has one of the greatest voices you're gonna hear a voice that makes you go "Whoa, where the fuck did that come from he's a guitar player a drummer a singer a podcaster a rump shaker and a party maker welcome to use Chronicles mr. Joe Green (laughs) Hello, hello
1: Hello. That is an intro. See, Hello. I'm good at these intros. I know. Very good. All true as well. All true. I, I am know. a rump shaker. I was hoping that would come up at some point. <laughs> we'll, we'll drill down on that later on, hopefully. But yeah, thank you very much for I find for that when uh,
0: Jamie writes his intros, he never neglects
1: the balls. So... <laughs> no generous never i've read i've 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 read that i've read that just all of it all of it yeah. all it's all it's all there. doesn't neglect to thing. Exactly. not a single like inch <laughs> not an inch untouched nope exactly thorough
2: all my yelp reviews say it as well
1: <laughs> that's where i read it it was there like you yelp. go yelp triple x no. anyway sorry.
0: Uh, that's all right man it's all good so german how how was your
1: 2020 oh mate God. Um, well, uh, it happened. It, it definitely was 2020. Um, yeah, I think like everyone, it was majority shit. Yeah. But um, yeah, there were some good bits. Um managed to get a couple of gigs, more gigs out than I thought we were physically going to do as Death as a Girl. Um, and I bought a lot of really cool fucking shirts. So. Nice. <laughs> Peaks and troughs, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, <laughs> oh, they buying wonderful shirts and managing to play some gigs. Did you? Yeah. Did you teach yourself anything that you wouldn't have taught yourself? Like, did you learn Italian or?
1: No, I. It? No, I was basically working the whole time. I um, I had the first initial bit of furlough, because unfortunately I'm not a, a party maker by trade. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, or a musician by trade I have to have a normal Uh. muggle job but I like being a muggle it's good Um, keeps you grounded you know keeps you grounded um but yes I worked I I, um, I had like the first initial three weeks of furlough or when they you know did the first lockdown off and I was I've been back in the whole time just cussing every motherfucker out that's been on filler. <laughs>
0: yeah. no,
1: no, 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 no. That's I right, bring it. Come on.
0: I know, yeah, because
1: you, you, are you back yet, or are you still on fellow as well? Ten months straight now, Wait. dude. Ten months yes. straight. Live the dream. I say cuss you, I've been cussing you out and quietly proud of everyone that's been mangi- managing to, like, not go back. Because didn't you go back for an induction? Did you go back for the induction? I went back for a, a for training day and
0: then they were like, nope. And I was They'd like, like cool, no this is
1: the job that you're going to do when we decide mate. to bring yeah. you back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if we decide to bring you back at all. Like, the way will. Well, they will, because they have to. But yeah, when and if we decide. that's um, Mate, fair play. Fair play. Fair play. Do it. Get it, girl. Get it. Trust yeah, me. I, I if I could have done it, I fucking would have done. But, you know. What, do you want to swap? Um, you can have, like, a month. Yeah. If you just go and work. If you do be me for a month, at work I'd, I could easily take I only want three weeks I don't even want um two months I just need three weeks just a three-week little break you know get a little bit bored of being off and <laughs> or just not have to get up at the crack of dawn for three, just I, I could just book some time off really couldn't I <laughs> I mean yeah <laughs> but, but I mean don't waste it that's how they, that's how we, well exactly don't waste wait, it. a rinsing holiday anyway
0: we digress instantly that's just the whole point there this is what i love about <laughs> it so it's all good we could start talking about barbie yeah. if you really want
1: <laughs> i don't have any barbies anymore i used to i did own a barbie once did you was really yeah when i was really young like before i was 10 i think i was about like seven yeah maybe i mean i've obviously i'm a massive toy collector anyway i've still got all my toys from when i was like seven dude that's um, amazing so yeah so like but yeah, I bought a Barbie because she had really long hair and the sluttiest skirt. Even at seven, he <laughs> was on it. <laughs> but yeah, I ju- I don't know. I don't. Yeah, my mum bought it for me from. I remember getting it as well from Argos. Yeah, that does many, many, many moves. I haven't still got that. That that got binned. Oh. But yeah, I know. I did have an. But that's why have I put that on there? Now, just the world it's out knows. You yeah. a fucking Barbie Annie. Right. Can't live that down. Own it. Yeah. Owned a Barbie. I'd get a Barbie. i don't own a Barbie now. Why not? Fuck okay. it.
0: Well, exactly. Well, yeah, exactly.
1: It's just taken an odd turn. Very I
0: love good. it. I joke, this is be- <laughs> this is exactly why I wanted you on here, because I knew that this
1: sort of shit would come out. <laughs> just horrible, horrible bits of the past. No, they're not horrible. It, yeah. What's wrong with having a Barbie? I think well, you should encourage children to play with, with dolls and yeah, and absolutely. action figures at the same time, you know? Yeah. I totally agree with you. I'm not knocking you at all. I was, uh, I was just not expecting that answer. I was only making a joke. Yeah. No. (laughs) Yep. Had a Barbie. We'll get one again.
2: (laughs) We'll get one again when the shop's We'll get one. I
1: might, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what? Actually we don't have Barbies, but my girlfriend is obsessed with BTS. So we do have BTS dolls in the house. Um, and I've, I've bought most of them for her. (laughs) So does that count? I don't know if that counts. I think in do, this instance, yes. Do they have the sluttiest of skirts? No, they've got the coolest of suits, though. Oh, like, hmm. you know, have you ever looked at a toy and been like, I'd wear that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's exactly like that. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> like, because there's seven of them. I don't, are you BTS fans, Jen? There's seven? Of, I thought there's five of them. No, there's, there's seven BTS oh weird androgynous doll men. I've they heard of exactly them, I don't the know same. what they are. Well, I've I've got them living in my house. <laughs> they look exactly the same. No, they don't. They don't. They're really, really, they're massive. They're huge in Korea. They're like, well, they're just massive. They're just, yeah. They're like an actual, um, they like provide for the economy for Korea. That's how massive they are.
2: Jesus.
1: Yeah, it's, it's insane.
2: But amazing. anyway. Anyway, we should probably ask you some questions, shouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> So
1: music, you say? Yes.
2: <laughs> so take us back, sir. It's clear you obviously have a major passion for music. Where did that come from? Is it from parents, to someone whatever, whatever?
1: Um, it. Well, my dad was a drummer, so I started. He kind of got me on the kit real young. Um, like, was it was what I would do to pass the time. Just gonna put that on silent. <laughs> Excuse me. Did that? Did you hear that? What? No. No. Good. Okay. I just got. I got a message, and I. Popular, popular. Oh, now I've disappeared. <laughs> popular, but not, but not talented when it comes to the tech. Wagwan. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I started when I was I was on a kit when I was five, but I didn't really get into music properly till I was like eleven. Like, um, secondary school was when it was like, oh, well, this is, this is worth doing. Full time. Yeah. Um, there was a kid called Craig Priest. And he was like my best friend at school and he started learning a guitar and he introduced me to just the world of guitars and rock music and bands and all that jazz. So it was all his fault. It's all Craig Priest's <laughs> fault, basically. <laughs> but nice, yeah, man. so yes, we had a band in like year 12. No, not year 12, sorry, at age 12, year eight. Um, and then obviously I've just wanted to be and I'm in bands ever since, really.
0: So, so when yeah. you are you're a child and stuff then, what, what music did you listen to? What influenced you?
1: Um, like really early on, I was just listening to what my parents listened to, which was like loads of reggae, um, which is fine. You know, if that's, if that's your bank, but, um, and then as I say, I got into secondary school and it was just rock music. I think I've said it before and I will say it again, I think as a rebellion, to so all the reggae, um, the fact that it was just completely opposite. Yeah, yeah. I think is what was the Mm. instant appeal. And yeah, I just, I've just fell in like, and like, we didn't have MTV2 at the time. This would have been like, do you remember VH1? Yes. Oh yeah. This is, we're talking like VH1. So it'd be like the Friday night rock show every Friday with Tommy Vance. I was just like glued to the TV for two hours. I'd try, I'd have to try and stay up because I was still quite young. And yeah, 12 till two. I'd Try and watch the whole thing. I'd never, I never you I think they did it like maybe once or twice. Like, actually, got from 12 till two, but that was the first time I saw corn and like living color and slipknot. And yeah, it was just Amazing. like this whole whole world just opening up. I remember the first time I saw corn and slipknot because, like at the time, the, our family were, were witnesses. Um, so it was like, oh my god, it shouldn't really be oh, that's, it's all occult and illegal. Oh. So there was that appeal as well. The fact that I shouldn't have been, it was completely taboo. But yeah, I fucking loved it.
0: Nice, man. That's so awesome. can, you, can you not listen to reggae music anymore now? To make you no, go, I,
1: oh. you know what? I, yeah, I had a massive, for ages, I denied it. I was like, reggae. And obviously, because of, yeah (laughs) people just assume it's what i do so when you're like oh yeah you oh play music do you oh reggae bog is it reggae i'm not reggae jam is it and i'm like no i play rock music chap (laughs) show that usually the response um so for years for ages it was like no that isn't what i do but the last two years or so i've kind of reconnected with it and I mean, I've always quietly loved Bob Marley, but just never told anyone until now.
2: Yeah, now you exclusive,
1: know. exclusive. <laughs> yeah, I've always, I, it, yeah, he's, he's amazing, obviously. Like all of the early stuff though, none of the like Exodus and Catch a Fire, um, those two albums, the only two albums I actually give a shit about because they were political. None of the poppy stuff, none of the popular stuff. The mainstream stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. none of that, the political stuff. But, and I've also just um, rekindled a love for Burning Spear as well. who's just like, he's just really cool. And again, like uses like flutes and stuff. And there's a jazz element to his, his sound that I've, I just, I'm loving at the moment. And also he's really weird. (laughs) Like he does these little dance moves when he's like, when you see him live and I'm all about the crazy dance moves when you're like, yeah. And he plays percussion as well. He's just an interesting guy as well. He's like, yeah, very interesting.
0: <laughs> I've never really given game <laughs> at the time of day sort of thing. No, I should man. probably uh, investigate this more, because I know the Mali- Marley... got a- Sorry, go on, go on. His, haven't his sons now ventured into the mainstream ah. sort of thing as well? Ziggy and well, Damien.
1: All, well, all 57 of his sons, yeah. There's <laughs> 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 only nine. There's only nine. There's only nine. Um nine kids in general. yeah so like Stephen marley and damien marley but it's very different like the damien marley stuff is more like like dub which which is which is a vibe i mean there's a minute i've got time for for dub as well sometimes like yellow man that's a quiet passion of mine as well if, if, do you know who yellow man is nope. it's like a proper old school they used to call it toasting it, it's called dub now though but it's just yeah it's awesome you'd love it actually like you know how we're off we're, we're keen body rollers. We are, yes. Um, <laughs> it's it's proper body rolling music. But like from the late 70s. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Yellow Man, you should check it out. Um have you ever seen the episode uh, do you, are you new girl fans? I'm
0: no. Sorry dude. No. Well,
1: yeah, it, sorry. He turned there's an episode of New Girl where like Nick is a it's called Naked. It's ashamed he's ashamed of his body and to like psych himself up, he puts yellow man on and starts dancing around his room. I, I I literally watched it a couple of weeks ago and I was like, what the fuck? Yellow man, a new girl? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a thing. So yeah, they're on, they know, they know what they're doing. So yeah, check shit. out yellow man. Okay. So um, that's
0: good. Go on Jeremy. I
1: was
2: gonna say, so what came first to you then? Uh, playing like i said professionally wise was it drums (laughs) guitar singing what what was your first like passion for playing in playing music um
1: i i suppose it was guitar profession professionally um i was in like my first real band was i was on guitar um which was a band called checkpoint charlie Ooh. which would then become Divine Secret. So Checkpoint Charlie was like my first real band where we would like do actual rehearsals and stuff and like do real gigs. And then out of that, that's where I met the drummer, Ben Newham, who obviously we all know. Um, yeah. Out of that, he and, I, he and I branched off to make Divine Secret. And then midway through Divine Secret, I was at college. Um, and I was drumming at the time anyway, but just as for fun. Okay. yep just just to, just for fun there we go um and then i joined the Mies, like kind of halfway i guess in like the third year of divine secret being a thing so professionally it would be guitar into drums and then there was a period when i was just drumming in like i think like 2011 divine secret had stopped um and i was just drumming for a, for a, like two years and then empire turned up so. so
0: before we start going through the back catalogue of bands that you've been, <laughs>
2: okay.
0: Um, one question I do have is: How did you realise that you had that set of fucking pipes on you? And you just wake up one morning like,
1: <laughs> ah! I'm like, oh fuck!
2: Ah, okay. What is this? No, no,
1: um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I still don't think I'm that great. To be honest, I think you're all having me on. I mean, I mean, fuck off to start with. <laughs> I I don't know it was just I think it came from listening to a lot I listened to a lot of female singers um Hmm. initially and then I got into then I got into Incubus and Brandon Boyd just changed it all really Mm. I mean like I was obsessed with like the morning view sessions have you ever seen that it's like a it was like a live dvd they did for morning view and yeah, I, I recorded it off of MTV2 onto VHS, and I would literally like it start. It was how I would start the day before I would go to school. It was, um, yeah, it was him. And then from him, Liam Creamer, who was a guitar, a singer from a band called This Girl. And then just, yeah, so like, but I would say it's mainly to do with, I would reckon it was, it's because of the females first, because they're much higher, and their register is obviously higher. Yeah, like that's probably what it's that it, it's their fault. It's the girls' fault, <laughs> essentially. <I laughs> love that. I'm, I'm just gonna blame the cheekers. I, lo- <laughs> I mean, I mean the, the women. Sorry. I love that. I've never
2: heard that before. A male vocalist turn around and go, "I'm inspired by female singers." That's where I found my range. oh, massively. That's sorry. wicked. Yeah. I love
1: that. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. There you go. they're just the best. I mean, Skin from Skunk Nancy, for example. She was oh. like. When I discovered her, it was just like, well, this is who I will be when I grow up. But, you know, with a willy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And more hair. Yeah, and more hair. But yeah, I was, again, so it was like Brandon Boyd, then Skin, and Mm. then just kind of amalgamating the two. And then I, and then Glassjaw and like Daryl Pullenberg. He's, and then I found I was just attracted to singers who could sing really high that were men as well. That's (laughs) (laughs) what I mean, does that make sense? Yeah, it does, it makes perfect sense. And then Jeff Buckley turned up and I was like, well, oh good Lord, oh good Lord. But it was weird because like, I mean, singing wasn't even supposed to really happen. I only did it in Divine Secret because no one else would do it. And then, uh, as I say, at that time I was listening to like uh, Incubus and Skunk and Action and all that jazz, which heavily influenced our sound. And then, but at, at, whilst we were doing that, and I was thinking, we sound like them. People were like, oh, you sound like Jeff Buckley. And at the time I didn't even know who he was. So I didn't get into him until maybe like, I don't know, like five years on, like five years into Divine Secret. And and even then I was like, no, he's all right. But now <laughs> I'm just obsessed with him. Like he's, he's just amazing. Like Grace is one of the best albums of all time. Like, yeah, if you're, if, <laughs> It's really depressing and it's ideal if you're in a breakup so yeah and i've been in a few breakups so always come back around to jeff buckley grace i've never listened to him ever mate it's amazing you love him you love him
0: okay, i'm gonna get on it i think I'm gonna you're
1: get on a, it. you're an emotional guy he oh, was like, the f- like you wouldn't believe <laughs> <laughs> he was like a really like really like sophisticated emo like he drink red wine Oh. And like, he'd have a small, I think he didn't have a small side fringe. He had like quite kind of, yeah, it was like, I don't know, like Bob. A, yeah. But it was like all curly. He was just amazing. He's just an amazing dude. And it's, he's one of those guys that the more you li- like get into him, the more you realize how amazing he is. So right, okay. yeah. I'm going
0: to invest. So start with Grace. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Great. Well, that's, that's the only real album he did because he's in the 27 club. He died at 27. Oh shit. Yeah. He, I think he went out. I think they were in France, maybe. I don't know. And he went out to the sea to have a swim in the sea and he never came back. Fuck. Just washed out. Apparently he was dr- like drunk possibly. Um, and maybe on, on other, um, you know, on candy. Yeah. Other fun, fun bits. Yeah, Yeah. But yeah. That's that's the story. Shit, man. For a swim, never came back. Like Richie Dudad from um from like the Manic. That's what happened to him. He was like, "I'm going swimming, lads. See you later." And then he never came back.
2: <laughs> Fuck sake!
1: I assume that's how it went. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, did you study music or get vocal training, or is this you're just like? No, yeah, I never. This is me. No,
1: no, I I did I did music tech. And I obviously did music for a, uh, for GCSE. I wasn't good enough for A level, babe. Was <laughs> it was not, then. Um, yeah, but music, just music tech, and then and GCSE. But yeah, I just I like I love playing. It's like it's it's a thera- it's a therapy for me. I know that's what like that everyone says, but it's true. There's I get really weird if I well as you can probably tell because I haven't played for fucking ages. Um, <laughs> After have to, like, seriously, like, I get really, really moody and like antsy and like what's the, everything's, what's the point? So yeah, it's, it's a definite therapy for me. So well, that's, that's why, that's why I do it. Hopefully and, they'll like, start fucking
0: vaccinated, won't they? Hopefully they'll, well, I can, I just, they'll start getting I just, out there.
1: I just need them to open the studios up again so I can rehearse with my band. I don't even, we don't even, I'm not even, I mean, obviously I want to gig and stuff, but I just miss playing with my mates at this I point man. so <laughs> <laughs> so divine secret was obviously the first
0: band that you yeah. like realistically do you remember the gig we played uh no so i played the band called shake it bravo's oh my god <laughs> so did i <laughs> yeah because i think you went first because they yeah because i ended up being a singer for a while i mean okay. not great not great at all
1: but. what lineup was this then
0: I, I... me jack coltman john spores yeah. and um tom some or other. other. it is that big fuck off house tom
1: tom walker is it tom walker oh, this, I,
0: I, No, this last, last time escapes me but we played a show in 2006 we sold That's the pigs up. i'm amazing i thought i'd be hilarious to um put I was i said that we were going to play last and then went actually no i don't i'm actually not going to so our name got put at the top of the thing because i remember being oh, okay. kicking off about it i just <laughs> it I, went, I just wanted our name at the top of the ticket i don't give a shit about where we played <laughs> yeah that's clever
1: i see what you've done there that's good
0: and then chip was now like I,
1: yeah i don't remember i there was so many gigs at the pigs yeah i've probably got that's yeah that's probably on a poster somewhere i used to have like a massive like A two, I think it's A two, I don't know. The like the big one that you'd find like on yeah. like outside somewhere. One of those like illegal paste job ones. Um I think yeah, with us on it. might even have been that gig. That's mad. That it's is so, so crazy. Fun. I remember six.
0: Your favorite House Atlantic cover was fucking <laughs> incredible.
2: Absolutely yeah. incredible.
1: That was that was a thing. had turned up at this point and uh, and obviously changed our lives. See, guys who want to sound like girls again. <laughs> Claudio Sanchez, yeah. Bang. Oh, <laughs> mate. Yeah, we just seen him as well that year because that was the first year we'd gone to download. So, okay, like, it was the second time I'd seen Coheed because the first time was at the first Give It A Name. That's how we were introduced to them. Yeah. Which was, like, I think two years prior. But, yeah, the pigs, the pigs were, like, pretty much, like, how Divine Secret even, if it wasn't for the pigs, Divine Secret would never have gotten off the ground. Uh, Oh, okay.
0: Is that what you met Ben?
1: No, I met Ben at school. He and I went to school together. Oh, okay. Um, We were in music and and we both failed DT together. We both got used (laughs) before it was even like time for exams. Um, That's impressive. (laughs) I, I, the the teacher was a Nazi, so... (laughs) that's pretty much she was vile she was horrible she was horrible and she was like you guys are crap I'm not even gonna put you in for the exam there's no point what? so we were like so we were like cool so we used to spend every DT lesson just up in the library um, or if we could try and blag a music room we try and have a, like try and jam and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. so fuck that teacher she yeah she, I think she's still alive <laughs> hopefully not well, no, it, I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm joking I'm joking if she is still alive she can get in the fucking bin she, well she did us a favour though because DT's like he can you know if you it's, it's, exactly I can't even, don't even <laughs> that's how unimportant it is Amazing. anyway sorry we sorry. <laughs> we continue on yes Um. yeah system. so yeah the pigs the pigs was like did our first gig there, and then like I was working with um, a promotions company called The Faction. He used to put gigs on there, or like every week. Yeah. And like any band that couldn't turn up, I'd be like, "Oh, we can do it." So that's how we ended up gigging so much at the pigs, and that's how we basically cut our teeth. So if it wasn't for the pigs, Secret would probably have never really done anything.
0: And that's why obviously you got off the ground because then obviously you said you met yeah. the guys of the Mimi mes at yeah, well, I
1: met them. I met them at college. Yeah. So finished school, went to Glosscat or gloss as it, I think if it's even still open is known now, um, and did music media first cause my grades weren't high enough to do music tech. <laughs> um, and then I met, that's where I met Vic in music media. Um, oh yeah. He tells, he tells the story way better than i do but apparently the first thing i said to him was we all have to you know you have to take like um photo ids so yes. like college, hmm. or, like college ids <laughs> apparently he reckons the first thing i said to him was like this is me exactly <laughs> like that that's what he's that's what he reckons i don't remember doing it but you know but let's
2: be honest, that is something you would probably do.
1: It It sounds like me. It's definitely in my <laughs> register, especially at the time as well.
0: But yeah play, yeah, play my band, mate, just, just from it, that. Well,
1: yeah, he was like, our drum has disappeared. Do you want to come and do it? And that's when, at the time, so I'd been like a massive devout, like new metal and like metal and, you know, nothing indie. I wasn't interested in like shoegaze or like you know bands of that ilk and then i got into Folds, and just as i was getting into Folds is how he he is when he asked me to come and play with him so the timing was perfect because he was like into all that kind of stuff hmm. um and that's how the mese came to be a thing before that it was called the It was called mckembe though um and we did like one gig and then the bassist left and so i'd also whilst at college met a kid called joe Dark or soul method as he's known now, who's like an amazing, he used to MC and now he's like a real good DMV like producer and he wanted to start a fusion band. So like amidst all like the rock and stuff, I just started getting into like Jill Scott and like new soul and yeah. all that kind of stuff, more so for drumming. And yeah, so he was like, oh, I want to start this fusion band. And I was like, yeah, cool. Sweet. Okay. I'll drum for that. And that's how I met Voss as Alex Voss, he would then yep. come on, go on to play bass for the Mies and plays bass for me in Death as a Girl. Um, yeah, he knew him from like school and the, uh, me and Voss's first meet was awesome. It was like we were in one of the music rooms for college and Joe was like oh this is Voss and we basically had to make a cue bass track for the lesson and I'd played bass on it and I, he was like, I was like can you play this bass line and he didn't like, I think he hit it for like about five seconds and he was like and he's literally bummed, straight in, like, <laughs> no, no fast. The cut, I was like, this kids a fucking genius." Oh my God. <laughs> so I was, I was, I was like hooked. I was a Voss fan from then. And yeah, so that's our Voss. So when our bassist for Mckembe left, he was the first, I was like, we need to get Voss. Let's get Voss in. And Voss did like, we had a gig, at the, our first gig with Voss was in Moles Club in Bath, which was, and I think he had like a week to learn like eight songs and he did it He came like one rehearsal and then straight to the gig and he smashed it it was that's amazing amazing that's he's awesome. a he's an absolute boss man alex voss is like one of the best musicians this town has got to offer seriously that's why when when i was putting death together he was like I, he before i'd even like finished the ep i was like if this guy if i can get this live off the ground voss is going to be on bass or on guitar so yeah, he's just he's he's one of my like absolute straight go-to musicians because he's just incredible, like hands down. He, he doesn't. He's just he's just a genius. So is Vic though. Vic's also, like, a fucking genius as well, like as a as a poet and as a lyricist and stuff. So That's yeah, absolutely very, amazing, man.
0: So the memes it, are based off like indie tunes, uh, like indie
1: like influences. Yes, <laughs> Vic used to be was a very angry or is well, no, he was. He's not that angry these days, but like massively influenced by by Nirvana and like the whole alt um scene and yeah was very angry and like I don't know he but he would just write these amazing poems and stuff and then bring them to rehearsals like they even now like with Cupcake Diaz and stuff which is kind of his brainchild really um there's just a the chemistry between the three of us like he would bring the chords or he brings the chords and the lyrics. And then especially for the means we would just literally just make it up. So like I listened back to, um, the KISSING EP and just think like, cause that was like the real, the real release we did like back in 2010. And just to think how those songs came to- together. Like they've managed to st- like to stand the test of time massively. So Damo dropped one last Saturday on his Twitch. He dropped the, uh, a song called that girl yeah, and like, It's just, it's nuts to think that I'm a part of it, but it's just like, that's such a banger. Like, oh my God, that kid, Vic Pountney, what a G. And I was fortunate enough to be in a room with him and be able to share that like creative process with him. But as I say, it's just a really, it was just, it's always been such an organic thing. Like Mm. he'll bring his bit and then we just all somehow instantly just manage to like connect the puzzle like straight away. Yeah. It's, it's magic. It's beautiful. So I love playing with them. Yeah, it is. It's incredible. I love it. I love it greatly. <laughs> so yeah, where That's were amazing. we? <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was like, that, that was the beginning bit. And then, so divine secret was, that was like seven years, seven years of graft. We did our last show in 2011. So it was 10 years this year. Um, and then, like the year before, was when I met the Stev from Empire.
0: Oh
1: yes, the so, juicy, yeah. juicy goodness. Yeah, <laughs> when shit got real, son, <laughs> got real. Yeah, so that whole thing came about by like mad accident as well, though. So he'd his girlfriend is someone like you we, we used to knock about with at the pigs, Michelle Midwin. Michelle, yeah, she's, yeah. yeah she shoots do photography and stuff, so we knew her. And I think he just finished his band um, Casino Drive, which had done like, they were Bristol based and were like doing real well. And then I don't know what happened, but somehow just, it just kind of fills it out, I guess. Um, so him and the guitarist Dave decided that they were going to do this new band um, and just kind of like cherry picked everyone. So they got Tupper in, it
2: yeah.
1: was the drummer, John Tupper, who's amazing, like little mini Travis Barker. Um, and then they actually got Matt Mead, who would become the actual bassist, but Matt Mead dropped out and it was replaced by, do you know a bank called Ghost of the Avalanche?
0: Yeah, I've, so heard like of, a, I've heard of Like them.
1: a proper like thrashy two piece from Trowbridge, no, from Froom. So Nick Wilton played, was in, was the bassist when I turned up. Um, and then obviously he asked me if I would, do. I actually said, no, first of all, I went and saw what they were doing. I was like, yeah. And then a year like Divine Chica was finishing and I was like, mm, yeah, go on then. Okay. So then I went down and this is what I mean. So the first time I went, Matt Mead was there. And then the second time I went, Nick Walton was there. And it, from Nick Walton being there is when I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. And it was like kind of beginnings of what would become where the world begins. So like "My color Optimistic was one of the tunes that was being kind of started. Um, and then I think, yeah, I think that was the only one that made it onto the, like the, the good EP, but yeah, that's how that band kind of happened. They just kind of asked me to do it. And
0: all and of a sudden everything just went nuts.
1: And then, I, then we did it and that, well, we did like two EPs and like kind of like did a little bit of graft and then we went and recorded the, like the real EP, which had eight tracks, which had black hearts on it. So, before the two eps i think i've got it somewhere i can't remember i can't remember exactly what the traveling was but we oh that was it so we done um what's that song called again it's got like the whole i can't remember the bloody lyrics to my own song how terrible is that hold on bear with me caller <laughs> it's been so long since i've had to talk about them that's how bad it is um all the rage Yes, that's the fucker. <laughs> that is the one, yeah. So All the Rage and My Color Optimistic were actually like the first two songs we recorded. So that actually ended up on two EPs. And then um, we were they'd written everything else and I'd brought Black Hearts to the table. or What would oh. become Black Hearts anyway? Mm. Yeah, so, because I hadn't written anything for ages. Um, so I was like, hey, I've got this song. Um, it goes like this and they learnt it. And it would become Black Hearts. And then, so we recorded that, and then the Where the Will Begins EP. And then they were like, let's drop that first. I couldn't believe they dropped Black Hearts first. I was like, there's no way. It should definitely have been my core like, optimistic, but it was Black Hearts. And then everything went a bit mental. Yeah, because that's. Just, like,
0: everyone I, was just loving it Forty thousand views on youtube i've noticed i
1: know like what the fuck is that about that's mad it was weird though because like some people as for all the people that were like oh this is fucking this is it man it's just a new sound rah, 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 rah. there were like at least 10 people who were like i don't know black and white video though mm. but yeah it was it was crazy it was it was the ep that kind of it was that ep that kind of made everything go crazy. And we were like featured in, I think most of the like UK musical magazine press. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Do you know how that
2: took off though? Was it a certain person got ears to it or, and spread the word? Or was it just,
1: I don't know. We um, just woke up one day and everyone was like, this I, yeah, I, we, our manager at the time was a guy called Russ North and he used to work for Fender and I think he just put it in front of the right people. Um, and I think people were keen. Like they kind of trusted him because he was an A and R for Fender. So he used to work with like Biffy and Atlantic. And so he was like he had a credibility that I think people trusted. And I think I don't know, I, I think it just kind of it was fresh and it was new and there wasn't many people doing there was well, yeah, it was I don't think there was anyone kind of doing that whole of like melodic, almost metal sound thing going on, other than like Alterbridge and stuff so especially in the uk so i think yeah we um we came out at the right time mm. um yeah so i think it was a combination of russ and then having some like some a good so i mean that ep still stands up like that it is like eight bangers to be fair it's so good <laughs> <laughs> like, i can say that now because we're not a band anymore but yeah like by comparison like you can i, I don't know I, I kind of compare it to the album you can just hear like and knowing how it all came together as well, like there's just a fluidity to that whole EP that I think, yeah, you could uh, you could hit you can hit like almost hear how hungry we were, mm. um, just to make an absolute, but also like how chilled and it was quite again coming back to being all natural and chemistry and organic and everything. There was a natural organicness to those songs because they 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 had they lived for a while and we we'd lived with them for a while and like played them live a lot more so i think that helped when it came to recording them again you know and also being able to talk about them and continue playing them so yeah good times 2013 2013 to 15 the the golden years was it uh was it fun making music videos no it was fucking awful i
0: hated it really why
1: um it's a lot of prancing around and like pretending like it's really hard. like the black arts video for example was like that was so like so hard to do because like we because it was the first one we were like we're gonna give it like fucking everything i think it was like a i don't know like a six or eight hour shoot or something and like we were just going at it i was hung over to fuck as well like by the end (laughs) (laughs) i'd sweated out like all of the boots from the night before in fact the t-shirt i was wearing changed color like because all like it had like a white line of salt from all the sweat basically. it was just <laughs> disgusting i had to because we had to do some reshoots <laughs> i had to get another t-shirt from the company that gave me that t-shirt that i don't remember who it was um yeah and like all the slow-mo bits we have to do like you have to do uh, you guys have Have you guys recorded? you guys must have done videos and things where you have to do like the slow-mo thing so in order to, for it to be slow-mo, you've got to like speed up the frame. So you've got to do everything faster so that when you slow it down, it makes sense. So That's like, mean, but no. yeah, we to, all the slow-mo stuff, you have to do four times faster. So like trying to mouth the words four times faster and run around and it was awful. I hate it. I hate it. And I'm not like oddly enough. I know people will be like, shut up, you fucking love it. I actually don't like being in videos. I hate it. The, my my favourite Empire video is Hands and Tongues, because we're not in it. And there's an amazing narrative to it. It's one of the, I think it's what, our best video. I didn't find that one. Hands and Tongues is Oh, the Hands and Tongues, got, yes. yes yeah, 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 it's got the guy that looks like um, Patrick Bateman in it. It's like a total yeah, He goes nod. mental. Yeah, total nod to American Psycho. Um, ah... That that is my favourite um, Empire video.
0: <laughs> I see. I did find that one. I, w- the one I loved was Sour Tastes. Yeah, another one. Happy
1: about that? Not in it. You're not. <laughs> I'll be, but... I'll be honest. It's my least favourite video. Why? Um, I I um I had nothing to do with the treatment. Um, and I I when I was told what it was going to be, I was like, okay. And then I don't want to sit here and say it was shit, but. <laughs> It wasn't to my, it wasn't to my taste.
0: okay. Cause- they're Diplomatic answer
1: there. Like that. Yeah, good. Personally, Dave,
0: David and Estever in it, aren't they? As yeah, the, David and
1: Estever in it. It was yeah. their baby, really. They were like, we should do this. And like, cause it was supposed have you ever, if you're, a, are you, are any of you a space fan? Or space yeah, yeah, fan? Yeah, yeah. You know the scene, or you know the episode where they go out and they all, they're doing all the air gunning when they meet that gang. That's what that video is based on. Okay, and I was like- it's an amazing concept, but The reason why it doesn't work for me is because unless you know that It's just them running around in a field like pretending to have a weird childlike war, which is quite cute in a way but I just it needed that kind of it needed the it needed The mean. sound effects so that we then would it just I re- if they'd have put the sound effects in as well It would have been even better. However, it is a wicked video and it had to get turned around in like a really short amount of time so they did amazingly um you know considering they had to literally knock it up i think in like three days so fair play to them but it i stand by it. it's not my favorite video sorry
0: <laughs> i mean don't apologize we, we had nothing to do with it, so. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, i'm apologizing to those that did i think i don't you know don't want to offend anyone
0: Dude, you're here. To, you're, it's this. This is a free, you're free. So whatever you fr- like. This is the You whole say point. that, but I, I, I am still place. good
1: friends with Le Steve, and I don't. I'm sure he'd be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, the will would be fine. Yeah. Don't worry it's about weird. it. I haven't seen the rest for ages, though. I haven't seen Dave for a time, and I haven't seen Freddy for ages as well. Unfortunately, but just because we all live so far away. So
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And obviously, it's illegal to, you know, be friends with people anymore. So. <laughs> 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 so yeah. But um, I bet player festivals was fun though. Mate.
0: Download. Yeah, that was,
1: oh man, download was unreal. Sonosphere was like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, they, they were all, all the festivals were unreal. Like, And it was, in a, in a, the, I think back at that time as to how many like underground festivals there were like Takedown and like Fat yep. Lip and you know, all of those like, just yeah, like the summer was awesome. Because you most weekends you'd be in a diff, different part of the country, playing a show and then seeing a load of bands that you really like, um,
0: with a beer maybe. Yeah, it's fucking cool, man. Yeah,
1: it was awesome. Yeah, but Download was obviously like, because that was really the last. Well, 2015 that was. Yeah. And really. that was like probably the yeah just nuts crazy to be like I can't even play Download. I get to see Muse for free. Mm. How good is that? I was there that day, and the tent was packed. It was. Yeah, I know. I even that because I was like, we didn't really do a great deal in 2015, as I say So that was like the biggest thing we'd done that year, and so to get the response and to get people still kind of coming in and checking it out was like what, especially because Mallory and Ox was on like Mm. at the same time, and they, they this was like. They were like the biggest band, or they were one of the hikers bands that year, and then obviously became massive the following year. So, yeah, it was. It, we were real fortunate and very grateful that everyone came in. So, thank you for coming and watching.
2: It was amazing. Like, and I remember because I watched the first two songs from that Mallory Knox, and I was like, "Shit, what's Thomas? Thomas?
1: Run!" Straight to the to catch you guys. Well, thank you, genuinely, man. Like, because I'd have gone and watched Mallory Knox myself, but <laughs> just because they were well good but yeah it was just nuts it was it's really weird like when you're there you're kind of i don't know i didn't i don't think anyone thought it was like real do you know what i mean like it's really difficult like you want to try and grab all the moments and like breathe it in as much as you can as a memory but at the same time you're also shitting yourself about like the set you gotta play (laughs) and whether like you know your skinny jeans are gonna rip (laughs) First world problems. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, it was awesome. It was fucking awesome. So good. But yeah.
2: So when you're at the like festivals and stuff like that, obviously you're backstage I'm I imagine being performing. Do you get to meet many other musicians you can talk to,
1: ask I don't know, maybe ask for advice and stuff like that. Um yeah, you can do like the only like Sonosphere I did we did that more so. Like there was a we bumped into quite a few people at Sonosphere, like of the kind of, of the time more so, like they've we got to well, Heck and we, I think the craziest one was like, I was doing shots with the dudes from Carnival, which was like, what the fuck? Well, actually the crazy, craziest one was I met Chino Marino from Deftones. That was like, oh, yeah. what I the fuck? <laughs> but but like, it seemed like there was a bit of a tier system. So like you had all of like the proper big wigs because Metallica and Iron Maiden headlines the year we played. It was 14 it was. And um like they were nowhere to be seen because they had their own like like there was VIP and then there was like the headline of VIP. And you had to have a special wristband in order to go and hang out with them. Yeah. So we didn't get to hang out with them. But and even going in and, like I had to basically sneak I didn't did I sneak in I think my wristband did allow me to go into where Deftones were because I got in there. Um but their bit was separate as well. But that was nuts. I, I had had like I had two missions that weekend because Nimbiscuit played as well. Um mm. I was like I needed to meet I wanted to meet Wes Borland and I had to meet Chino. Those are the two. And um i managed to do Chino. And I got to meet Abe Cunningham as well, which was fucking nuts because he's like a massive influence as a drummer. He gave me a punk IPA. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, the the I took a and I took a photo with Chino, and it's the most cringeworthy photo of all time. I'm like, it's, <laughs> it's I because obviously our friend Damo is a massive fan. We all know Damo Bachelor, yeah. and obviously like I sent it to him straight away just to put salt in the wound. Um, and he was like, "Why the fuck did you make that face?" <laughs> I was like, "In hindsight, yes. Why did I make that face? I could have gone for a much cooler vibe." But I was excited. It was exciting. So, I get yeah,
2: it. I get it. Time. I've got the same issue. I met one of my favourite musicians, and I fucking hate the photo because I look like a goddamn <laughs> idiot. Because I'm literally like that. I'm the same. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> why? Exactly. They need to know, and you need to be reminded of how excited you were on the day. And this face <laughs> is, is 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 the excitement on the day and forever, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how if, I if it's not the
2: case, yeah, we're going to justify it with that. Yeah, it yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Own it. We've got to own it, Jamie. We've got to own it.
2: It's amazing.
1: So obviously on yeah. on the
2: thing when I was talking about asking people for advice at festivals, obviously you, you did a few like, support tours. Like I saw yeah. you supported Dave McPherson of In Me fame. Yes. Do you ever get to like speak to these guys about how they got where they got and Again, just advice and stuff like
1: that. Um, do you know, I don't know. No, we didn't really like... We should have done, because uh, oddly enough, actually, we supported Dave McPherson, and then we actually did an in-me tour as well, and we became yeah. good friends with him. And, like, I don't know, but you you kind of want to ask him and ask people of that ilk, like, so what's next? Like, what what do you recommend? But then at the same time, like, you kind of just don't, you don't want to seem too fanboyish, and, like, you want to try and seem like, you know you think they're just normal regular people even though inside you're like oh my god i used to watch you on mtv2 all the fucking time and i saw you on gonzo and now here you are smoking a spliff with me fucking hell." <laughs> this is nuts how did you do it what was it like so you want to but i think you you kind of remind yourself that you shouldn't maybe until you get a bit drunk <laughs> and then, then you'll look for all the stories that but was yeah, such a good night that was <laughs> in Bristol. That was so good. Just so like many good super times. Super tanked. Yeah. Well, he's a, he's a good egg. Oh, big big DM. Hopefully, um, supposed he's supposed to be doing some acoustic stuff again, isn't he? Like this year. So um,
0: meant to be, but th- we we spo-
1: well. Yeah, we were supposed to support him like this month, but obviously with everything being the way it is, like no gigs. Thanks, COVID, mate. Cheers, son. Yeah, just yeah. fucking it for everyone. But yeah, good times. It's good, good times. Do you
2: have any particular favourite memories that you can share from like touring <laughs> and stuff like that around? There?
1: Um, oh, like quite a few. Yeah, they they all involve booze though, and I don't. It doesn't kinda... surprise me. I know exactly. See, I'm not actually a pisshead. I only drink. <laughs> on the weekend, I actually do, it's like a Saturday thing. But um, yeah, like, I mean, obviously, Download and was amazing. Heavy was all good. Watching Finch side of stage was sick. Um, yeah, just, I don't know, there's quite a few. It's mainly just, you know, it's more like traveling. One of the, like my favorite memories is when we played in, um, I think it was, was it Belgium? And like, the whole, it was like, 48 hours so we but the night before before we left to go to belgium we played in camden at the Barfly, nice. and then um, yeah so we did it was like a super late show and we left we got to dover at like two in the morning smashed out the show in london drove to dover i don't drive so like Lestev and dave and tupper had to split the drive-in between from like driving to london to do the show then drive into Dover, then us get into Calais, isn't it? That you dropped yeah. into. I was a seaport man, so. <laughs> um, and then then we drove from France to um to the festival. We played Euroblast for so Belgium again. Did the festival, smashed it. it was like, oh my god, I'm in Europe! Ah. And then we drove from there because the gig was on a Thursday. Then we drove from Belgium to Amsterdam. So that was pretty nuts. That was a pretty crazy like. They just stayed, we stayed up for essentially like three days.
2: Fucking like what they did, insane. <laughs>
1: gigging and driving, and then you know we all drank a lot of coffee for uh, two nights. We were in Amsterdam. Was that just to
0: get away for a bit?
1: Yeah, the guys wanted to go. I'd never been. I think David never been. Um, so and Tupper had, and Lestev had, and obviously like, you know, they're they're big fans of the jazz cigarettes, so. Yeah, a bit a bit
0: of four twenty, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so uh twenty boys. <laughs> it was a it was
1: it was a, it was a, a necessary but it was a wicked weekend though. That was a great weekend.
0: That's so that's fucking like, cool, man.
1: That's one of the fondest memories, I think.
0: So before we move on from Empire, I just want to know about Glue, the album Glue. Yes. And like the inspiration You're
1: the album. only Glue. person that knows about this album. It feels <laughs> how like how am I the only person that like I'm it's joking, out there. I'm joking? It is out there. It is out there. I don't out think that many people years. know
0: about it. Because no. my part in my rules and sour taste are just, Mwah! and the color of shame. Color of shame. The color of shame, the is, color
1: of shame is is the fucking banger. Oh,
0: I one. Love it. What an opener. What I know. Opener.
1: I know. It is. It is a. It is a banger. What do you want to know about it then?
0: Well, just like what inspired you to write. Like, did you write it? You know what inspired you writing it? Like, just because obviously um, that was the last release you had before obviously everything fell apart.
1: Do you know what? the... <laughs> <So apt.
2: laughs>
1: It did, it just disintegrated. Do you know what, the craziest thing, a lot of the lyrics on that, that, especially lyrically, because like musically, the boys were, I think, we'd spent ages fanning around with an album. I think that was one of the reasons why it took, like, that was probably part of the problem. Um, And we we had written, I think, an album before the the album. Okay. Um, And so because but there was a lot of kind of like oh we kind of wanted to do this and we should be we should we be trying to do that and eventually what became glue was just the boys just writing it was like just don't give a shit stop caring just write what you like um mm. and that's how we ended up with the 10. um but lyrically <laughs> most of that that album is about me wanting to leave to be honest um, really yeah <laughs> wow apart from color of the shame um kind of the shame is about uh i didn't even intend for it to be this way um i'd had an incident happen like the week before um where the police were involved and like basically the only reason that the police were involved is because like you
0: know yeah that did that was my go-to but you feel me yeah um so in in,
1: in, yeah like inadvertently i ended up writing about it because i was just kind of like I think the, like the first line came out and then it just kind of all just started coming out. So yeah, but most of that album, as I say, like glue, the song glue is genuinely about leaving it was like about not wanting to be in the band anymore. Wow. I'm, yeah. I was not expecting that answer at all. <laughs> yeah, It was definitely near the end. I think for me, um as in like it was definitely coming towards the end yeah yeah by the time that that album would come out
0: what exactly every i don't know how much detail you go into but what
1: exactly happened why did it all fall apart i think every like it wasn't just me that was feeling it was near the end it turned out like the week i remember it like i was thinking i think i've definitely had enough now and then like on the monday maybe and then or the tuesday and like the next day I got a phone call from the Stev and Dave and they were like, yo dude. Hey, um, we want to talk to you. Yeah. We think it might be time to call it a day. And I was like, no way. Like I've been thinking the same thing. It's so strange, but I think it just stopped being fun for everyone. And like, it, it was like just too much work yeah. and oh, shit. Let me just rip down this camera, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's probably the main reason why everyone was just so like we were in in kind of in unanimous vote to be like, if it stopped being fun, then we need to just call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that was pretty much it, really. No, you're
2: gonna... like, the... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. So go ahead I thought ahead. you were going to say they listened to your lyrics and went, uh, "Joe, fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Like we we were able, we were fortunate enough to tour um like tore a bit of glue uh and i every time we, that was one of the songs that we would play live and every night they knew i was like this song is like not wanting to be in this band anymore so they knew about it i wasn't wasn't hiding anything and again we're all mates and stuff like like you know i think you it gets hard sometimes trying to and it wasn't it wasn't the people that i didn't like i think it was just being in a band yeah for a minute or being in this band but I was like I'm kind of over this now and it, there was a load of other stuff going on as well like yeah I'm not gonna go into it because it's no, not, my place. It's not just my place but yeah the 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 synopsis of the whole thing is basically it stopped being fun <laughs> that's, I'm so sorry man that's so shit especially with the oh no it's it cool going. we had some like we had some real good times and I can't I didn't even realize like we started in like 13 and we ended in 18 so like that's six years that's a long ass time.
0: Yeah. And
1: it's there were some amazing head. times. Exactly. Like, it's the closest I might ever get to making it, even though it's not about that. But, you know, Is and see the- what the next rung of the ladder looks like. And I've also seen what you have to do in order to stay at the next rung of the ladder. And if you want to keep progressing and stuff, and it's just like,
0: mm. Yeah, you've basically got to have the shortest skirt, have massive tits and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that de- that will help you. That will help you. Although I I think now, it's it's probably it's probably yeah. That's probably not the way to go. You need to have like, with you know, with how inclusive it all is. And
0: how many followers have you got? How many people follow you? Like, oh fuck off! Why yeah. is that a thing? Why is that a thing now?
2: How wow. a-
1: influencer are you? I couldn't give a shit. Ex- exactly. <laughs> That's not why. That's not why I play music. I play music to like to play fucking music. Yeah. Like if we're not playing, then what's the point in doing it? Like, yeah, exactly, dude. So yeah, but we. Know, but I mean, you know, we were playing. But anyway, yeah, it was a good time. We're all still pals and friends. It was good. So yeah. And the tunes you brought out are still fucking bangers. Exactly. You can still get it on Spotify and all those yeah. things.
0: Oh, it's all in there. Don't you worry? So yeah.
1: So yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Go, uh, go nostalgia! I love it. Obviously, now yeah. your
2: current band is Deaf Is A Girl, which you mentioned, yes. and you released your EP yes. Tales last year. Something good I that did. happened in 2020,
1: shock. I know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that. Should have said and that.
2: I listened to it earlier and 27. the the fucking EP. Oh. Oh, thank
1: you, man. Thank you really, very much. Really enjoyed thank
2: that you. one.
1: What is it yeah. that makes
2: Deaf Is A Girl different to your
1: previous projects? Um. Well... This one is like, I did a Dave Grohl on this one. Um, and like, I played everything for the EP anyway. And like, oh, wow. as a pro, yeah, as a project, initially, anyway, it was like, I just want to make an EP um, just cause I want to see if I could make an EP. Um, but also I want to kind of do it a hundred percent on my own terms. I'm not interested in like how it gets put out. And then district had turned up, um, and it was like, "Oh, you can do it yourself. Cool." Um, but yeah, I just wanted to—I just wanted to kind of create something, really, and make something. And it, and initially, it was—it's just—it was all me, with the sole purpose of then forming a band, which is what's happened. So, so yeah, that I guess it's different in that respect. In that, like, you know, i, I drove us here. <laughs> it's my—it's my car. I'm driving
2: that's awesome I, I really like that though you know because if you said Empire didn't wasn't fun for you anymore this is you're in the driving seat this is the Joe yeah. Green project as such you know like I'm gonna make this fun because then it doesn't go away
1: exactly it and was I love that yeah it is predominant it's just for fun and like I realized that in order to be able to gig it I'm gonna have to record it so There was a period when I was like, oh, maybe I'll, I'll I tried to work with people to get it, like to make it what it became, what what Tails is now. But it was just like, no, like challenge yourself, like try and record it yourself. Like why not play drums on it and bass and synth and keys and stuff? Why not? You know what you want to put on it and you know what it sounds like in your head. So why don't you challenge yourself to see if you can get it from out of here onto here? You know, so yeah, that's what like, that's what I did. And again, I worked with Voss. I recorded it with Voss at his little studio, and um yeah, it it came out amazing. Like it, it cost fuck all as well, so <laughs> which, which is, is always a huge, win. huge exactly, exactly. But yeah, I'm very proud of it. Very, very proud of it. To be honest,
0: that's nice awesome. man. We we'll just breach on the uh, quickly on the other band as well. Cupcake uh, Diaz, the ccdf
1: 2 C C D F T P.
0: <laughs> um, right
2: name
1: as well It is <laughs> well again that's that's vic that was kind of because the me's pretty much just like also just kind of stopped um in 2012 ish oddly I'm not, around the time that empire started i don't know if there's a correlation <laughs> there yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's purely accidental purely accidental but yeah he had he, oddly enough, he had come up with the name Cupcake Diaz and the Falter Depends whilst we were doing the Mies, and then I think, and then him and his partner started writing, and Cupcake Diaz was formed. And again, in that same way that we had a chemistry, like me, him, and Ross had a chemistry, the first cupcake rehearsal was just me, him, and her, her being Laura Mitchell. Sorry, um, and yeah, it was again, it was just this natural or like, or I was going to say orgasmic then. That's not the word I want. <laughs> <laughs> natural orgasmic. I I guess. I mean, <laughs> there, I, I was tingly, sure. And <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just really natural. And then obviously, Voss came in because we, we all need him in our lives and in our music because he just makes it better. And it was, again, the chemistry was just straight away. But the two of them are incredible songwriters. Like, it's a 50 50 split. So she writes some stuff and he writes some stuff. And again, it's like we bring it; they bring it to rehearsal, and then we make the songs just then and there. It's awesome. I, 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 I love that band greatly. It should, it will do more. Hopefully, um, nice in the new year. We're actually about we've we finished. Well, we're finishing off an EP that's taken like three years to make. We started it like, like yeah, three years ago, and like with everything that's gone on. And just the fact that we're all really fucking lazy. Um, <laughs> I say, wait, I did my bit. I did my bit like three years ago. Man's is good, you get me? Man's is good. Um, I've laid my bits down, yeah? Sorry, every now and again, just, just peck them, just wrong. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're, it is coming, but it is coming. So yeah, come get Go check them out. That's oh I, mean. saw you
0: live. I saw your life i saw your life did fr- well I'll come confess. see us again please <laughs> joe you know i'll always be there mate you know i'll always I, 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 you haven't I lo- seen
1: death as a girl yet though
0: have you i haven't i haven't no. but I, I, missed lost, out.
1: I lost count of how many times our empire <laughs> <laughs> that's fine you've got backup points you've got um oh yeah money in the bank yeah,
0: yeah. thank you and I saw, obviously i played a divine secret so... you did
1: i mean that's really that's the money maker right there so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was a good night. That was a really good night. But um, yeah, I'll, be, I'll, I'll put my hands up. I've not listened to Death as a Girl yet either. I'm so sorry. But I'll, as soon as this interview is over. How do we,
1: how do we get him off schedule? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Stevens is now dead to me. No, he's not. You will. You should. Jamie will tell you it's, it's not shit. It's not. So, it's wonderful. Thank you. Well, thank you, Jamie, for checking out Death as a Girl.
2: <laughs> I'm so sorry,
1: Joe. I've known you longer you. as well.
0: I know, I'm so I sorry. Mean,
1: Joe, terrible. Please.
0: Joe, please it's fine. I, it's fine,
1: mate. It's fine. You've still got time. It's also all over Spotify and Apple and well, Idol and all that. That's them,
2: my evening
0: sorted, so all them
1: there
2: shit things. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, you are now yourself a wee little
1: podcaster. Yeah. I know, yeah. This is like this is what happens when you, you're forced to stay in all the time. That's <laughs> like, just let's chat on Zoom. We are now <laughs> <laughs> yeah right now yeah. yeah which is grand yeah um damo bachelor a little genius that he is um kind of messaged me a couple of months ago i can't believe it's already been a couple of months it was like oh um i'm thinking i've got an idea i need to ring you it's my damon impression apparently
0: that's nice i <laughs> really like good. it really
1: good really good yeah i think it's pretty apt yeah how'd hey, oh, you get here yeah. <laughs> too much hair, well, too much <laughs> hair. um yeah so he was like i'm thinking about doing a podcast do you want to do it with me and i was like yeah fuck it yeah. because i was i was thinking about like it would be cool to just chat with mates about music like musical mates about music um so i was well keen and then we yeah we've just kind of just done it really like it kind of it's all fallen into place obviously you guys have helped greatly um so thank you You're um so for, for your input and your wisdom the qui-gons to our obi-wans um, yeah, but it's been really good. We've had um, we had James Steve on for the first one. He was fun. Um, we just spoke to Clive Bremner, aka DJ Jinx. He yeah. was like, who was awesome. Today, uh, that Chris Evans from Other Lion has just come out. Um, we've spoken to Charlie Baxter as well, so that's coming, which will be fun. Which was good. It was a real good fun talking to him, and then. The most recent one we just recorded was with Karim Cooper, who plays for a band called Hyperfora. And I'm just going to let you all know now, so it's no surprise when you're like, man's a proper fanboy in there, all my days. Cause I, yeah, I was proper fanboying. No, I, no, no. I know I know Karim anyway, but um, I'm just in awe of him. And just like, he's so amazing. Like, and we've got loads in common as well. So like, and like loads of the same musical tastes and stuff. So, yeah, look help for that. Joe Green fanboying over Karen Cooper. I'm excited. I'm on, on podcast. Don't so, worry. Yeah. A, but, a, um, yeah, a certain one of plans. us
2: has already po- fanboyed over a podcast before. Don't worry. It's really? Tonight. Who was it?
1: Which one? Brayton Is that Barry. what happens?
0: Yeah. Brain Barry. Who's that? Say We Can Fly. Oh. Emo acoustic singer.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes. Not Tom Stave. You didn't?
0: That was also another one, but that was like our first big interview that we did.
1: Yeah, so, I, that was a, I enjoyed that one. He was oh, so, he's you, so funny. He is hilarious. Just he, like he is, just from start straight straight through, absolute just hilarious.
0: I love like, that guy. I just couldn't believe that he. Exa- but that's the thing with the, the beautiful thing about podcasts is you talk to people you never ever thought you'd ever speak to.
1: Yeah, how? Because I was going to say, how did that kind of come about? Was it just? You asked I'm, him. I'm friends
0: with him on Facebook because I went to see him live in 2017. Yeah. And we had a photo together and he was like, oh, tag me, man. He's like, so we're like, so he was like, Oh he, uh, yeah, yeah, add me, add me. I will accept you, so I did. And I tagged him in the photo and then literally I went, worth a okay. DM. <laughs> worth, worth a DM, I think. so. I was absolutely. Like, Hi Tom, do you want to do this? He was just like, he was like, yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah. Like, is it all right I bring my son? I was like, yeah, <laughs> which obviously didn't happen in the end. No. But, um, yeah, the weirdest thing in the world, though, is on the day of the show, is waking up to a phone call off him. Is the weirdest thing ever.
1: I can imagine. Forgot that. Yeah.
0: Like that's just the strangest.
1: Hey Tom. Hey Tom. <laughs> hey, I can't man. Word...
0: I can't word this Skype shit out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How do you word this Skype shit, man? But he's just hilarious, though. He's just such a funny dude. Thank yeah, because like. It out. He just seems, that's his way, isn't it? That's just how he is. Just a funny dude all the time. Yeah, I'd love to live with him. There's no character there. It's just like, no, this is what I'm like. <laughs> like, Cool, I can get down on that. So yeah, we've got plans as well. You guys are coming on. Um, I don't know if it's an exclusive, but yeah, kind there's of. a plan for, for, there's a plan. Yeah, so we'll be doing right. this again i'm looking forward to it mate it it's be, gonna you know, be I'm sick happy. i can't wait i think there's talk about having a few bevs in it as well so. it's there so, but, it's yeah there. I, if we, I think we're gonna try and do it on a night that we sh- we would be outside socializing i think i'm not sure it's still in am still like minority reporting it <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: So yeah, I, I suppose we've we've mentioned this podcast, but we we know what it is because we yes, and I think, but we've not actually told people what it is. The people who are listening to
1: this. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I'm really good at this promo thing. Um, <laughs> it's called the Gatefold Gateway, um, and oh, is it gateways? I think it's gateway. Gateway. Yeah. Gatefold Gateway. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't come up with the name. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, but it's called Gatefold Gateway, and it is available. I think on all of the podcasting. Things that you can podcast on it is it's a wonderful it concept though fact, you know yeah. just sit down musicians and talk about their favorite music what? exactly what? yeah it's 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 a tried and tested method but it's it is it's awesome like it's never ever the same and like as you say we just talk about albums um and yeah some of the albums that have come up it's just been like oh my god and yeah you end up kind of like throwing back and you know Reminiscing about the time, and I love it when that happens. It's awesome. In, There's you just forget about a band or about album, you're like, Oh
0: my fuck, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, straight on, literally, straight on. literally. <laughs> and but also like learning as well. Like, I've learned, I've kind of discovered some, like, you end up discovering because obviously people have got their recommendations as well. Yeah, um, which is one of the questions that we ask. Um, so like, yeah, I've been like kind of tuning into like Daughters and like the uh, stat as well, like, all these bands. Uh, an artist, whatever that people have been like. Oh, well, I'm currently checking out. Da, 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 da. Uh, so we end, <laughs> so we end up checking them out as up. Well. So it's wicked. Like my uh, the library's growing. Nice. No, no,
2: no. So that's yeah, check awesome.
1: out Gatefold Gateways.
2: Definitely do, and uh, that's, but I don't know about anyone else. But whenever I listen to it, I always, I, when I'm walking, listening to, it. I'm thinking, what, what my answers would be to that question. Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. It's a uh, cerebral man. It's like Radiohead. <laughs> So, what's next
1: for you then? What is planned? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I've no idea. Um, <laughs> is the is the is the honest answer? I uh, in terms of like band stuff. Um, obviously, I want to gig the shit out of Death as a girl. I want to take that out on tour at some point. Um, I'm trying to write an album at the moment for that, which will be which will Ooh. be fun. Yeah. Um, I'm supposed to be doing. A, f- a few collabs, some like with Karen Cooper, AKA Webman, I'm supposed to be jumping on a track with him. Um, I've agreed to go and do some stuff with Joe Dark as well from soul method. So we should be hopefully making some music together soon, which would be cool. Um, basically everyone I've mentioned this evening, I think I'm supposed to be doing something musical with. So Alec Voss has got some tracks coming out, hopefully soon that we're going to be recording. Um, as I said, there's a Cupcake Diaz, And the felt at Penn's EP that needs to be finished off. Just music, man. Pure music. All the time. And obviously some more podcasts as well. I think we're... we're, I don't know. We're up to episode seven, I think, now that we've recorded. We're... Yeah. Um, And then there's going to be a few more of them. I want to get to 20, basically. And then let people have them. And... Then maybe go and do it. Then do season two, perhaps, of that. But change it up. So instead of it being, like, with music people or just music people, open it up to, like, photographers and tattoo artists and, you know.
0: That sounds like a
1: genius idea. D- different folk, yeah. So there's there's stuff going on. What are you guys up to? Wagwan!
0: <laughs> <laughs> we've, uh... I mean, this episode's... This interview's not going to be out for, like, a month yet, but... So we've got... Interviews coming up. We're on other shows this week. We're on two other shows this week. Who are you uh, on? We're on the Brew Gooders podcast on Thursday evening, 8 p.m. And very no nice. one's gonna have seen it by then this time this goes out because it would have been a month um, <laughs> Wow. Well, okay. This is very true.
1: Yeah.
2: It's a
0: comics and beer podcast. We're talking about, we talk about comics and beer. So nice. the comics side, no fucking clue, but beer side, I'm in. Indeed. So uh we've got to take our own weird Beer to drink and chat about and stuff, so it's gonna be fun. So
1: you have to have a, a, recommend, a, a recommendation type thing. Yes. What do you know? What you're bringing? Uh,
0: I'm Not gonna yet. take blueberry wa- blueberry waffle beer. It's okay. Delicious. It's a snack. Who's that by? Uh, vocation.
1: What do they do normally? I re- I recognize that name. Uh, what's, that, like, fuck. what's their like flagship one? Have they ever are they do they sometimes? Can you find do one you of like- their? In it's just spoons? in Tesco and
0: stuff like that. So okay. I don't know if you find I don't know s so I don't really no, I'm not really a pub manager. I might have to stay that question. <laughs> <laughs> we'll text um,
1: him.
0: We'll text him. Yeah, we'll do that. Awful,
2: but, lad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh yeah, we've got podcasts coming up. We've got loads of interviews coming up, uh more shows to do. So this this is we're busy with this show at the moment, so Yes. Um, good. Which is really good. So other than that, mate, waiting
1: to go back to work uh jamie are you working at the moment or are you... i am
2: i work in a hospital so i'm i'm
1: there oh. you're actually. on the
2: front line i am mr have you had your mate.
1: vaccination then
2: i have how are you feeling uh apart from the third nipple and a little bit of lactation i'm good
1: um, <laughs> 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 you haven't got bell's palsy then not yet no how long man <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's my biggest fear at the moment and i tried to explain this to some dickheads at work and they're like you're a fucking conspiracist i'm like I'm not saying it'll definitely happen. I'm just saying it is a concern of mine. Fuck's sake.
0: I did read a story today that apparently, uh, someone in America said it turns you gay. A rabbi said it turns you gay. Yeah. (laughs) that makes sense. And then someone put, (laughs) what if I'm already gay? It it, it makes you go the other way. (laughs)
1: Crab. It's like, it's like if you feed a crab alcohol, it walks straight. Is it it like that? Yeah. It's a terrible, <laughs> terrible Ricky Gervais joke. Just, oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I won't. But, yeah, exactly as I said it. So, Wonderful. but genuinely, how long has it been since you had the vaccination? Uh, about a week. Yeah, about cool. Do you know which one you had? Pfizer. I see. It's yeah, cool. It's all good. Yeah. What, what would you say to anyone who's kind of like, oh, I
2: don't know. Oh, fucking do it. <laughs>
1: Ah! shut sure. There it is
2: yeah i see people all day every day just fucking do it so we can get this shit gone please absolutely yeah. absolutely okay but anyway well i'll
1: be watching you intently on facebook to see <laughs> if there's any psychotic episodes or <laughs> you know or that might you... not
2: be the virus Steve. there could be anything yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay well how will we know the difference like what like if what we need to tell or like uh <laughs>
2: I don't know, it hasn't happened yet, I don't know what to tell
0: me. Okay. Just to this podcast, he'd be like, hi guys, I'm by myself today because Jamie has <laughs> decided yeah, to go He's been arrested! <laughs> yeah.
1: He's
0: gone, he's gone to London skiing up in the Thames for no reason whatsoever, <laughs> and he's, he's going to live underwater now, so. <laughs> so...
1: Something about gills and a new fish fishtail. <laughs> I only caught half a message.
0: I so mean, he and... watched The Shape of Water and that was insulted. <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs> That was his new life.
1: He's in love with this beautiful French girl. Um, Great hair, beautiful lips.
0: Loves eggs. Uh,
2: See
1: if that's all it is. is is If that's all the side effects are, I will. That's fine. Um, (laughs) I can take that.
2: I can take that. Absolutely fine by me. Wonderful. That's good stuff. Right. (laughs) Tom, before we get into our little game, have you got any more questions? No, I just want to say, Joe, thank
0: you, man. Thank you so ah, much. no worries, part man. Of this. Thank like, you.
1: No, thank at- you. Genuinely, thank you so much for asking me. Um, yeah,
2: I hope it's, it's been great. Absolutely fun. loved it. Broadcastable.
1: So yeah, no, it absolutely. has. It's been a good, good life.
2: Right. Before we get out of it with all of our guests, we play a little game. It's called the quick fire round. Six questions. You answer them as quick as possible. Nice and simple. I- okay. Are you ready?
1: Yes.
2: Number Was one.
1: Question one. Oh.
2: <laughs> Favorite pizza topping, pepperoni. First ever concert,
1: uh, four foot fingers. Oh, nice! No joke. Yeah.
2: Favorite Power Ranger, mm, Green
1: Green Ranger. Yes. Who would play you in the movie of your life? Denzel Washington, obviously. <laughs>
2: the only one time I, I, yeah. I was gonna say we've had two black people on this show both of them said denzel <laughs> of course
1: of course because then everyone will go and see it he is... he crosses over he crosses over he's our safe bet don't even and uh, yeah i I'd, I'd, I'd oh actually no no I'd, I'd have his son i'd have john washington is it john washington i have no idea the the young denzel no i'd have denzel denzel although I don't understand this. The Denzel face <laughs> look, look, I can't have any of that, I've got quite full lips, so I need him to just have a strong jaw. <laughs> so, so, maybe, so maybe not Denzel, but initially, yeah, no, I'm going to stick with it. Denzel. Denzel. Go! Carry on. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> what would
2: be your death row final meal?
1: Oh, um, probably lasagna, big lasagna fan. <laughs> I don't oh know God, how you're sure it? of
2: yourself you are with that? Not
1: steak, not fucking <laughs> lobster. lobster. <laughs> lasagna, mate. Lasagna. No chips or salad, just straight lasagna. Maybe some garlic bread, actually. Lasagna and garlic bread. <laughs> to be fair, oh, yeah. I said spag bol. So, yeah. strong. So, yeah, anything Italian. Strong Italian meal. And finally,
2: if you were to give a piece of advice to young Joe Green, what would you tell him?
1: just delete a number (laughs) no no no, no. uh i don't know i would well just just yeah keep smiling i like that no it's nice i like that stick with it stick with it is what i would say stick with it that would be what i'd say stick with it yeah just life in general stick with it (laughs) Nothing specific in your life at that point. Just, yeah. stick, with, just stick with all of it. Just stick with all it. All it. Hang in
2: Wonderful. there, kids.
1: Yeah, Joe, this thank has you. Been absolutely
2: awesome. Thank no, you so mate. much for doing
1: this, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for wanting to chat to me um, and it's making me feel somewhat important. That's very kind. Thank you. And yeah, Tom, go check out Death as a Girl. You fucker yeah. yeah I
0: will. Don't worry, man. Don't worry. <laughs> no. no, seriously, we we knew this would be a lot of fun. We knew we'd have a right laugh, and we have. Um, but, well,
1: good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I hope yeah. it's it makes sense. Like I haven't waffled too much.
0: No, that's Not the point too. though. That's the whole point of why we do this It's because we want the guests to waffle on. That's the
1: point. Okay, well good. I'm glad. Well then I've been Bob on then. Spot. You oh. have, but before yeah. you get out of here. <laughs> yes.
0: Plug any social media that you'd like to and oh. your podcast.
1: Um, obviously I have to plug, Um. Um. I think it's at gatefold gatesways. Or gatefold, I can't even fucking say it. Gatefold gateway. Gateful, yeah, that, <laughs> that. Um, also you need to come follow death as a girl at death as a girl. 87, Death is a Girl, 187 for a Twitter or a twat. <laughs> um, <laughs> so sort of did, just so sort I of did. Uh, yeah, and obviously if you really want to hear like all of the crazy, crazy tunes we've done made, then go and check it out on all of the social, uh, well, like Spotify and Ting. Yeah, that. But for both podcast and Death is a Girl. And also check out Cupcake DS as well, but more so Death is a Girl. <laughs>
2: done no worries at all joe mate
1: no, no, no shame it's been
2: incredible and best of luck with everything with death is a girl because thank you. you know thank you the much. talent and the potential is there to just fucking take it to the movement
1: well yeah <laughs> thank you well thank you for having me and um yeah keep on keep up the good work with these bloody I, podcasts i
0: thought you were gonna say keep on trucking then <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so do. keep on trucking yeah, keep on truck keep on trucking <laughs> 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 No, keep up the good work. Keep up Thank quality A-grade material.
0: Appreciate it. Thank you so much Thank for you coming.
1: On
0: much, my no worries. So you Thank you very it.
2: much, Been friends. Awesome.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Take care, my friends. Take care.
2: Bye. 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 Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. bye <laughs> <Bye-bye now. laughs>
1: Hey there. I'm Frank Gugliamelli, and I'm the narrator for the audio drama feed, featuring such audio dramas as Bounty Hunters marty and mars val toby and so much more
0: you can find all of these wonderful programs on spotify or wherever
1: you listen to podcasts or you can go to our website at www.audiodramafeed.com we are thrilled to be affiliated with the chronicles of podcast with tom and jamie